Say that you were stranded on a desert island What books you gonna bring, what friends would tag along Say you had a month, you knew you were dying How'd you spend your time, what goodbyes would take too long You don't like this game and you take exception Who wants all this trouble, even hypothetical With the charging sky above And the ground below that could swallow everyone
stranded on a desert island What would be the message that she'd spell out for the plane? Say the engine failed when that plane was flying If you were the pilot, would you curse or would you pray? No one's gonna cry at this Jondo funeral Not a lot to say, didn't even have a name Light a candle just in case He was someone's friend Throw some flowers on the grave again here we are at all so weird that we're here what are the fucking odds that you and i would be here at the same time so dope that we actually get to be here i don't feel that way i'm forcing that so fucking hard why do we have to be here right now is the wine that i haven't gotten out (laughs) i have some lamenting to do 2019 we said it would be like the year of not complaining, here's what I see that meaning. I see us understanding the fact that we fucking love talking about bad shit. And I think, I know, we can get to a point where it doesn't bother us. I've seen people do it. Do you guys remember? I mean, there's, there's, we're learning the balance. Nobody wants to grow up and be I keep wanting to say American History X, but I mean American Psycho. But you kind of fantasize about being every once in a while. There's a reason that Dexter is a really popular TV show. Still, my son's 12 right now. I'm waiting till he's old enough to show him Dexter. Because right now I think it'd be too inspiring. He's at that age where there's, you know, a fear of death and that healthy sadness of something dying but not that real hard, logical, they'll never be back feeling that like really crushes in adulthood in the later years. (laughs) And so he still has this kind of dreamy image of people that are, that's 2D, you know, people are good or bad or friends or enemies. It's not the complicated world of adults yet. He doesn't have to sort and sift what do you keep doing? <laughs> what are you hitting? Okay, don't hit the ad this time. So, I don't have a problem with ads necessarily. It's how I get people here, actually. Um, I advertise. I have a problem with shitty companies, lazy advertising, and really inconvenient things I have to click through. I fucking hate clicking through things. Why is it so hard? It's kind of like how mailing things is hard for me. Mailing things hard for you. I know there's other people. I've talked to so many fucking people about this. And it's not just like the post office. It's like there is just a mental block between putting that stamp on and letting it go. Is it a type of hoarding? So I send it, it's so final. 
not for me. It's disconnected. It, it seems like it would be part of it. But as I'm sitting with it, it's because the last person I used to write to a lot fucking got killed in Iraq and that sucked. <laughs> so I don't like sending things. It brings up feelings. Because I got letters back and I got letters back and then they stopped. And they stopped a long time before he died, which is what sucks. We weren't, like, together or dating anything. He was fucking just this crazy, amazing fuck-up of a guy. He was... I don't know. I don't know how to describe him. Uh, You had to know Private Jesse Williams, I suppose, uh, to know what I'm talking about at all. Um, I have pictures of him, you know, in, like, (laughs) this, like, Carmen Miranda kind of get-up we did. And if you knew him and knew people at the time, guys didn't dress up as women and, like, easily when I was in high school. Like, there was that one guy who I think is a gynecologist now. Are we leading? Um, He's definitely a doctor. Are you barking at me? Somebody coming? Who's at the door? Who is it? Do we know somebody? Oh, it looks like Daddy's truck is home, huh? It's not, though. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. But he used to dress up for Halloween every year as a woman. And did it very well. And I always thought that was so neat. And I think that it's a little mean of me to connect, like, gynecology. And you used to do that. And that's a little of my old school, like, <laughs> but, it's, but it is funny. I don't know. If you didn't laugh, you didn't laugh. Maybe it's offensive to you. It's fucking funny to me. The guy was a dick, like, 90% of the time to me. And I was a dick to him, too, but I feel like he started it first. But doesn't everybody? (laughs) I think now that we're adults, we definitely have conversations that start with, I can see where... I can see now, like, where I may have (laughs) started that or let that happen or allowed that. Not that long ago, my son alerted me to an adult couple that was getting physical when they were fighting. And he wanted me to do something. I said, no. I knew both of them very well. No. Mom, that's illegal. No, it's not illegal. (laughs) If she presses charges, or he does, then there might be charges brought. But to say it's illegal leads you to believe that nobody can do it without legal implications happening if they're found out. And that's not the way our legal system works. You have to participate. You have to press charges. It's scary. But we don't want a government that can just hand out charges by themselves. And they can right now in some things, and I believe it to be problematic, my friends. I'll tell you what. Hey, puppy, what are you doing? You can't eat the things the baby is eating. Hi. Oh, what is that? Are you watching the Transylvania? The Transylvania video. Why do I allow YouTube for an 18-month-old? Because this is the world he fucking lives in, folks. I don't want him to be four years old and not know how to do shit other four-year-olds know how to do. That are programming shit for NASA and he's left behind. I think it's important to balance. We also have a very healthy exposure to nature. We learn everything we can about all the, all the nature-y things around us. I keep coming in to get my fucking coffee and forgetting. 
Damn it. Do I sound winded? That's that's looking for coffee winded. That's what's happening. I do feel moderately convinced at times that I am just riddled with cancer. And then at other times, I'm pretty sure I'll just be invincible and stay this age forever that I've never been sick and never will be. Again, I don't know. Should I sit and ponder either of them? Race off to a doctor? No. I don't know. Just keep, keep swimming. Keep flowing. If you don't like a thought, don't grab onto it. Move on to the next one. Your life is really fucking short and it gets shorter the more people that you... No, it doesn't get shorter. Hold on. That, that, that would scare you because that's not true. That's how you know. Uh, it'll get shorter if you want it to. Can we say that, like, Jesus committed suicide because he chose to be on the cross? Like, just as a technicality, can we go back and apply our modern language to that situation where he said nothing in court and did something that a, a lot of people had already been killed for doing? You know, be, coming against the church and being a prophet that said opposite things and then being crucified for it was not new. <laughs> Wasn't new to the Hebrew church or whatever. What were they called then? The Israelites still? Wasn't new to them. Wasn't new to anybody. Wasn't new to the Romans. <laughs> the Romans just, the Romans kind of understood it was all sport. Like, when I look at Roman religions, what I see is that they understand energy connection um, in like this way that we now associate with, I'd say, like the German kind of. Dude, they're German, man. They're intense. When people talk about Germans. Those fucking Germans, man. You don't fuck with them. I just watched Alt-Geld, I think is how we would say it with our terrible, shitty accents. It translates to old money. And it's essentially a mini-series, but it's very much a play. And uh, it's fantastically done. It is so over the top, and they totally advertise it wrong. If they explained it, on Netflix, the way I just did, it would get the right audience. It would go through the fucking roof. Because, man, you understand, if you're European or South American or really a lot of other things listening to this, um, being American, like, we get a lot of comments about our puritanical society and we see it all the time. You know, like, I was just talking to my son this morning, like, because he goes to public school and because they're so ingrained ingraining all this um, behavioral counseling and training in students, there's a lot of words I can't say at home because if they hear them, we'll be flagged as something. Um, You know, whatever that word is to them. Uh, Even though it may not be hateful or spiteful or anything to us, it could be, you know, like saying, God damn. And now, you know, he's got a pink slip and blah, 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 blah. What are we doing? What would you like to do? Daniel, the Oh, word party stopped. That's why. We like having word party on in the background during the day on the big TV. Like, the last couple days. We used to do other things, but (laughs) the last couple days, it's just been so cute and so playful. And it does kind of give me the creeps. When I, like, lean into, like, uh, <laughs> I think you kind of choose your knowings throughout life. And I think they change for some people and for some people they don't. And mine change a lot. I, I, I can flip. Or I do flip. Not I can. I must. 
I happen to. It's not a fucking ability. It's just the way I'm built. I kind of flip frequencies throughout the day and can, you know, kind of see the knowing here and see the knowing there and see the knowing there. Like, you know, we know this to be true. You know, these rights to be self-evident. It's all made up, you know, because if, if humans stopped existing, those things would not exist either. So it's, you know, it's it's based on us and our agreements of it. Where was I going? Oh, when I kind of slip into this knowing of like there being a deep state and, and, and I don't, I'm not saying any of that is true or untrue. I think it totally depends on where you're at, what you're doing and your frequency and their frequency and whether you guys are on the same level, you know, like people collide with all, do you have a friend or are you one of those people where things just happen to them? Things just the same kind of things. They just always have this happen every time they go there or blah, blah, blah. You know, you're thinking of somebody. That person's like on a real steady frequency. Then there's people where you know, really never know what to expect. And they can have, you know, like various frequencies that they, you know, go through. There can be really fast oscillating people that seem like they're steady, but they're actually oscillating just faster than we can really perceive or see. And that's not a good or bad thing necessarily. It's just a thing. It's kind of like when you try to take a video and there's like an old TV in the background and it looks like it's strobe lighting, flashing, or the lines are moving up and down. Um, just because the perception, you know, it, it's what it's doing that's not visible to our naked eye and naked brain. Well, it's visible to our naked eye, but our naked brain. <laughs> our unnaked brain. That's what it is. Our clothed brain isn't picking it up. I hope I don't get tagged for copyright with fucking word party in the background. That won't happen, right? That'd be interesting. I don't know if that's like a thing. I've never really thought about it. I guess they would have to have the expectation in our modern world that it would be in the background because people are expected to be filming and stuff at home so often now and recording their experience. And I'm not a professional, I'm just at home recording. So legally I feel like I could win. It's within the intended purpose of their product. They gave Netflix permission to show it. I purchased the permission to view it, listen to it, show it. And then I'm doing, recording my life to you for free. I'm not charging you anything not getting paid anything, which is what I prefer to be doing. Because if I've learned anything about money, old or new, doesn't matter. It's that it's energy. It's, it's, there's paper that represents it, but it's really just like anything else. It's just energy. Always have the exact amount of money. Isn't it infuriating when people tell you how broke they are and they can't afford something for their kids, but you know they have other things and you just want to scream? How come you're buying cigarettes and your kids don't have this? Because when I go to buy my kids this, I don't have any money. But when I go to buy cigarettes, there's always fucking money there. That's really what it is. I smoked for 20 years. I don't know where the money for those cigarettes came from. It just fucking appears. I swear. It's like magic. You can have no money for food for four days. And you're like, man, I need a cigarette. And somebody's like, hey, I just bought two packs of cigarettes. You want one? It just fucking, it just is what it is. And that's why people think things are evil, because if you want something enough, it does come to you. My oldest son really knows this. Um, we've joked since he was a child that he wishes people into the cornfield, which is a Twilight Zone reference. Oh. Use your powers for good or evil. 
You gotta be responsible and create both regardless. Right? Are you playing? He is playing on the mattress and bouncing up and down. He's playing with the doggies. And now he's pulling me down. Hold on, honey. I'm taking a drink of water. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are neat. Oh, okay. I'm coming. Here I am to save the day. Mommy Mouse is on her way. His favorite place in the whole wide world is the mattress he was born on, which is propped up against a couch in our... Um, I guess what is our master, or not master, our formal dining room. What is now our formal dining room. It used to be the other room, but fucking wasn't working. I want my craft room back, but I won't have it. I'm converting the garage instead. We may only be here another year or so, but I figure it's all just mandala sand in the wind anyways. So might as well build. I'm getting used to that grieving heartbreak we started out talking about. We can only love the capacity with which we allow ourselves to grieve eventually. Because we're always going to lose each other bodily. And that sucks. But you know what I've learned? Little baby with your blue-green eyes that you got from your daddy. Hi. I have learned that when things end... Even if they end really bad or sad. Really badly and we're very sad. How about that? Even if they end really badly and we are very, 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 very sad. It's those happy memories that make us less sad. If we never loved them and we were just so-so and then they are gone and then we go to grieve. It is terrible. We are filled with what ifs and regrets and or maybe we're not and it just is nothing. Maybe it's eh, but it's definitely not the happy memories, but it's not the sads. So what if the sads was not so bad? They used to have grieving parties and they'd go outside people's houses and Cry and scream. You could hire mourners. Isn't that neat? We had to really homogenize ourselves to blend together. In America, we had to do the 1950s, and I'm sorry. It was painful for a lot of people. And the slow roll into it was awful. And we're still rolling out of all that cookie-cutterness. That happens when you have to mix a bunch of different things. We say white people, which is just so misleading. And it's so oh dangerous to everybody. Um, you know, who's in power, whether they're light-skinned or dark-skinned or blend, changes constantly. So attacking any group is really setting yourself up for your fall during their reign, eventually. Everybody will reign and everybody will fall. Someday I think dogs will be ahead of people. I think they're going to lap us pretty soon. 
I think they're understanding the error of like the cell phone use and the, cause I, I see my dogs judging me. Yeah, but we need to share to get this way. And I think they're observing it as how they'll learn, kind of like how our kids learn from our mistakes. But I just think dogs have a hardiness to them. And then a more sturdy compassion. It stands up through more trauma than humans do. Humans, it takes very little trauma to make them very mean people. Yeah. They'll multiply it, won't they? And they put it on doggies a lot. I'm talking to Mocha right now. She's staring at me. And the doggies will take it. They don't mind. And then they get sad because they're absorbing a lot of sads. There was a documentary I watched that said we don't, we don't know if dogs domesticated humans or humans domesticated dogs. I don't even really even know what that means because the way we use the term domestication is really different now (laughs) than I think he's using it scientifically meaning you know calmed us down and let us not be feral and live together turned us into community not built houses and adopted us from foster programs and shit I just watched the movie Downsizing and it was so fucking good it might be the best movie ever made quite honestly with Matt Damon and the weirdest thing is I had just finished All Geld and realized what it was that it wasn't a soap opera an Austrian soap opera like it was kind of made out to be it was a four or five act play that was out fucking standing um it's so dramatic and over the top and I'm excited to watch it again with my husband I think he'll really like it and I finished watching it, and I told him about it for a long time. Or not for a long time. I told him about it a lot of times while I was watching it. And then I started watching Downsizing, and he was like, oh, this is interesting. And the premise is that Matt Damon and his wife, played by Kristen Wiig, um, are living in an era not too far off from ours where a they figure out how to safely shrink people. Um, to only five inches tall and build, you know, essentially communities that have next to zero waste. Your money translates to a lot of money because now, you know, you're buying less of things. But the big world still exists. And the way that they play back and forth in this movie, this is downsizing, not outgeld. Um, they really highlight that people will always be the same. And the more... I I really... I'm very interested in people's old journals. Um, Or new journals. Journals from yesterday, even. I don't fucking care. When do you write it? You're going to write it tomorrow? I'll read it. Give it to me. Um, As a kid, I loved the books that were like the fake journals. I was very disappointed to find out that Anne Frank's diary was actually... You know, and I'll tell you, I could never say it to anybody because I felt like an asshole. And I still feel like an asshole. But I remember reading it in school and thinking, this isn't real. Because I didn't talk that way. And let me explain. I think Anne Frank's story is real. I think her diary was edited by her father because now we know it was. And, and that, I guess, has never been a secret. 
Um, but it's not talked about that way. And I think that's really important because they really laud her as this really highly intelligent, unlike any other little girl. And I, I went to the Holocaust Museum in um, L.A., I had to go for a job. Not like, oh, I had to go for a job, but the whole trip ended up being a federal government fucking shit show. Uh, <laughs> we lost, like, our best principal because that fucking trip, and I am still so goddamn bitter about that. And there may be stuff I don't know, you know. I don't know. Um, letting it go. It was five fucking years ago. I guess I'll call him down on it. It wasn't that long. Oh, maybe it was. Actually, yeah, it was, it was five years ago. Holy shit. Anyways, so we went down there and they had a, an exhibit that talked about Anna Frank's diary and how her father went through and edited out, you know, stuff that she had said that would be embarrassing, blah, blah, blah. He edited out the fucking realness of it. She's already fucking dead. Like, I just was so, like, I felt vindicated and gratified, like, not gratified, what's the word? Like, I knew you had just fucked her story. And that pissed me off. I didn't like it. On the other hand, very upset with Courtney Love when she released Kurt Cobain's diary. I was. And I bought a copy. I didn't have a lot of money at the time. And I I bought it. It's still wrapped in plastic because I knew he didn't want it read. And my thought was it was, you know, one less copy out there for somebody to read. Does that sound like... I feel like now that either sounds like some weird, hopelessly romantic thing or just garbage childhood thoughts. But like I really, it felt important and I was like not very old when he died. And I think I was like, uh, I don't know what year did that happen? I was in elementary school. I wasn't super old, but I was old enough to like know their music and their music videos and shit. I sang along with them for a while already. Knew all the words. Weird Al Yankovic. Yankovic. He's funny. I like his stuff. A lot, actually. Um, I used to buy all his albums, like, right when they came out when I was a kid. I loved his stuff. And I got uh, really mad at my husband last night for calling me nerd. Like, I just flashed. He was like, Mom, nerd. And I, like, flashed on him. And he was like, Whoa. Because I just turned and, like, looked all pissed off. I didn't say, like, I don't think I said or did anything. But it pissed me off. And I realized this morning I had not. Man, this was a big one. I hadn't really thought about this. I, nerd's a trigger for me. I was, like, I am not a fucking nerd. And then I didn't want to be, like, silly or anything afterwards. No, that sucks. Not weird. We all do it, though, don't we? I want to be a dork. I'm not going to get on stage. I don't want to be a dork. <laughs> um, this recent season of Portlandia is super fucking funny. Season 8 that's on Netflix. I feel like season 6 wasn't that funny. 5 and 6 kind of lost me. And then 7 was okay. I think. If I'm remembering 7 correctly. But 8 has been fucking hilarious of Portlandia. So watch Downsizing in Portlandia so we can chat and talk. Um, I got Periscope set up on my iPad. I always say I'm going to get on there, and I fucking don't.
because it's weird. It's intimidating. There's people from all over the world and they say weird things and you got to navigate that while I'll be on camera and out there forever. So I don't know. I'm playing with what to look like, what to do. Do I want to be totally raw and whatever and just go straight unedited Anne Frank's diary? Is that offensive? I hope it's not. I don't mean it to be. I found out I'm Russian Jew, if that helps at all. I'm also mostly Scottish, Irish, and German, so I don't know where that all plays out. But my people all left before any of that. We are here well before the 1800s, so sorry. Apparently, when I leave, the Holocaust happens. Is that offensive? Let's call this a comedy show so nobody fucking kills me. Can we do that? This is comedy now. This is a comedy hour. I hope you're fucking laughing. It's really weird doing podcast comedy because you have no idea if the people you're talking to think you're funny. But I guess that's any comedy, huh? I don't know. But if we call it that, I can say more outrageous things. I've been realizing. But to call it that feels really like I have to like write things or like do things. And I don't want to do things. I'm already doing other things. Kind of full up on things to do. I- hey oh. I got a phone call in the middle of my podcast thing. How rude. That's what happens when you do it from your phone. I'll have to do it from the iPad. We'll see if it sounds the same. I don't get phone calls on my iPad. Should have been doing it that way. Anyways. Alright, I'm gonna go make some eggs and things. Um we'll play with calling this comedy so nobody kills me. Uh, but people say outrageous shit all the time and they ain't dying. So I'll be fine. It's fine. I just get nervous. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But at the same time, I'm really sick of everybody hurting my feelings. <laughs> because you know what? We don't have to all walk around and pretend that we're the edited version. Keep some shit to yourself, for real. Don't trust everybody. Like, stop handing out your social security number like it's your fucking ID. That's not what it is. It's a fucking tax number. It's a private fucking tax number. Do you know how many fucking social security cards are fucking stolen? So many, and they're mostly from kids. I don't have one for my baby yet. I don't have to. If you, don't, you legally, you don't have to have one. It's optional. It's for social security. That's it. They use it for ID because there's no child ID program. Stop getting them for children. They get stolen. Stolen. Go Google it. That's how most people have fucking steal social security numbers. Because how would you know if your kid's social security number is stolen? You don't fucking know. The IRS is all fucked up. They're not calling you. I'm just saying. So yeah, so my kid doesn't have one yet. Banks like him. The IRS won't let us claim him until we have one. Even though he exists, we can prove he exists. We have a birth certificate and everything. You're not required to have one. But it's a tax number. and It's a tax program, so they feel they're entitled to do that, I guess. And I am just a one voice in the wilderness waiting for the queen that will behead me. Isn't that all we're doing? All right, Santa Morete. Let's get this show on the road. Um, if I do die today, that'd be ironic, I suppose, but... That ain't happening. We had a blackout at four in the morning. I thought I was dying. I was up pooping and then all of a sudden all the fucking lights went out. (laughs) Thrice, three times the lights went out while I was sitting there because that's my hour. I have between four and five to do anything I want to do. 
uh, with nobody knowing what I'm doing. I can walk around and put, read things or put stuff away or draw things or poop without anybody touching me. And it's amazing. I actually don't mind the poop company toddler thing. If you're listening to this for the first time, I have a toddler. If you don't have kids or if you're fucking psycho and strict about your kids, you may not know this, but they love to hang out with you while you're going to the bathroom. My 18-month-old is potty training himself right now. I can't help but think that has a lot to do with the fact that we just hang out together and he sees what I do. You know, like, humans are just mimicking animals. We don't need to read a book to know how to do this stuff, except we think we need to read a book to know how to do this stuff. He wasn't ready to use utensils. Last night, he started letting us feed him with a spoon. He'd hand-fed himself until then. He hand-feeds himself because that's how they find out if food is safe. Huh. I don't know. It just seems so fucking logical. I'm pissed. I'm pinned up. I have to go Christmas shopping without there, without the crazy people. But I'm going to paint the fireplace and just stay home instead. All right. Peace, love, and pizza grease. We love you. And we will talk to you all very, very soon. Fire